It's a beautiful evening. Hello. It's a beautiful <laughs> evening. Don't cut me, okay? <laughs> it is a beautiful evening in Newcastle. And I've got to emphasize on that fact. <laughs> Newcastle is beautiful right now. Yeah. But let's be honest, it's a bit too cold at the time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my name is Big Daddy Mo, but I go by the name Moyo Gates, of course. And uh, uh, who is in the studio? Always in the studio. My name is Kemi Gay. And that's right. And together we're bringing to you a brand new show. Woo! A brand new show. Come on. I think that deserves a round of applause. Come on. Where's my applause? Oh, you see? There you go. There you go. There you go. Awesome. 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 <laughs> okay, so it's a brand new show. And this show is going to be hosted by yours truly, Kemi Gates and Moya Gates. What do we call the show? This thing called marriage. This thing called marriage. <laughs> oh, this thing called marriage. This thing called marriage. I feel like that wasn't the topic I, I the title I selected. What was the title you selected? Okay, that was the title I selected. <laughs> it, 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 the title was my idea, first of all. Okay. Can we just put it out there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically, we just want to demystify the whole institution. The whole institution. Demystify. I'm just going to Google it. Don't use big words for me. means to reduce the mystery. Demystify. I don't know why I don't agree with that. Okay, check Google because I'm not 100% sure I think I made that up. I said demystify. Just use mighty words. Demystify. Okay, she's right. Make a difficult subject clearer easier to understand. Thank you very much. Are you saying marriage is difficult? Master's degree speaking. <laughs> it's, like, it's an accounting, okay? <laughs> Anyways, you, what I was saying okay, is on, that yeah. this, the, like, basically, the point of the show is to demystify the institution of marriage. And just because, like, obviously, with marriage, there's a lot of closed doors in it. And it's good, like, for there to be privacy between couples. Uh, yeah. and But there's also how do people learn? People that are just coming into it for the first time. How yeah. do they learn? So there's that balance. So I guess we're just trying to open up the door a bit um, just to let people understand what marriage is, what like what marriage was made to be, yeah. um, what God's intention was about mm. marriage. Let people know that there is no blueprint for mm. marriage. There is no um, formula mm. or that, you know, you can just copy and paste into every home. Mm. And just open up, like, discussions, like, things that people are currently facing, but they don't know who to talk to about. Just to let them know that they're not the only ones that are going through those things. Thank you. I think I'm going to be the fun one on the show. You'll be the serious one. Yeah, I feel like I'll, I'll just... She's like a Wikipedia right I'll, there. Exactly. I'll just be yeah. like the doctor. The doctor. Yeah, love doctor. Love, love. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that was, that's what the show is about, really. You know, we, we want to... I think that'll be our tagline. Demystify marriage. How about, check this out. Check Ooh. this out. Check this out, okay? These things called marriage. Demystifying marriage. No, it doesn't really sound catchy if I'm honest with you. <laughs> it doesn't. Let's be honest. Okay, so, um, yeah, that's what the show is going to be all about, okay? It's going to be really fun. It's going to be entertaining. Yeah. And, of course, it's going to be very Bible-based. We've got so much Bible backings. We're going to talk about God's intention for marriage, you know, mm -hmm. you know, challenges in marriage, things like that. And, hey, we're just babies in marriage, okay? So, it's not going to be all about us, okay? We're going to have guests from time to time, you know, people that have very experienced. They have PhD in marriage. Come on. You know, they've been there for 40 years. Oh, mama, you baba. You understand? Yeah, we're going to have people like, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be the fun way, yeah, the serious one. Okay? Sorry, sorry. I'll just, um, I'll just interpret so the mama and the, baba. As the mamas and the babas okay, of right. 
marriage. <laughs> this thing called marriage. Demystifying marriage. It's a show that is just bringing you good vibes, really. Like, it's going to be really fun, chilled. But at the same time... It's got like, some seriousness in it, exactly, okay? We've, we've, got, we've got, like, really like topics lined up for you that are probably going to trigger some things in you okay <laughs> so don't don't expect we're just going to be having a nice time there's going to be serious talk okay are we, do, are we basically doing good cop and bad cop well i know i'm the good cop okay yeah i'm just saying <laughs> this thing called marriage demystifying marriage a conversation i had with one of my friends actually literally used the words i am scared of marriage hmm. and i was like what you're, you're scared <laughs> and she's like yes like i'm actually scared of marriage and i was like why and she's like i didn't have good examples i like my parents marriage is not what i want for myself mm. and i've actually not seen like a really good example of mm. marriage in front of me and i was like oh. i was a bit touched too because i'm married i was like oh so my marriage is not inspiring <laughs> and then she she goes on to say no 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 i didn't mean it like that i mean you guys are just starting out and i was oh. like ouch oh. Like, I mean, I mean it's like you will let that. She's like, you are you so let. <laughs> no, yeah, but like there are many people of the of that opinion yeah, that like they they actually haven't seen or they haven't actually experienced a good marriage through and through, like up until you know years to come and all of that. And not to say that marriage is supposed to be like some sort of bed of roses where everybody is just happy all the time. Yeah. But like when you say a marriage is like it can be good they can, even though there's ups and downs it can actually be majorly good and yeah. we need to speak more about that and yeah. to push it out there because many people are scared or they're only seeing the bad press of marriage right yeah, now I, I, I quite agree with that and even me you know it's funny because uh i was thinking about this before the show and i didn't realize that a lot of people that i know they are scared of um they're like, they're, they ain't never going to get married. Like, why would I get married? Why would I want to put myself through all that? Wow. Like, why would I want to do that to myself? Mm -hmm. And then when they ask me things like, why did you get married? I was like, to be honest, I'm not the best ex best person to ask this question because mm -hmm. I've always just wanted to get married. <laughs> so I'm this kind of person. I, I came, I've told you this before. Like, there's some things that I've just always wanted to do. I've always wanted to get married. I've always wanted to have kids. I've always wanted to go to school. I never had a debate in my mind of school necessary, <laughs> having kids isn't necessary, is getting that all those thoughts never so me, I told myself, young man, 25, you must be married. I shall manage, I push it to 28. Mm -hmm. But I always wanted to. But some people ask me that question that why did you even get married? What's the point? My own was different. I always wanted to. Yeah. But I know a lot of people that genuinely they have serious phobia. You get yeah. even Christians, yeah. you know, they have serious phobia for it. They're like, what's the point of going into something and then you might end up might end up not working? It's yeah. too it's too big of a risk. Like yeah. people even say things like um marriage is it's a final decision. You don't joke with it. Mm. You know, there's so much fear. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why we should go back to the reason. Mm -hmm. Why God made marriage? So, yeah. why did God make make marriage? I what do you think? I feel like marriage as an institution is something that most probably had a very very simple intention behind it, but just because the person that you're ending up with is your lifelong partner. So a lot of other things mm. come up along the way. Mm. And then we now think it's those other things that actually define the marriage. Uh, but I would say like the simple reason why God made marriage was for help. For help. Nice. For help and companionship. 
just those two things for help and for companionship. Mm. I think those are the two number one intentions of God mm. for marriage. And it, it's just there in the Bible in Genesis where it says, like, it's not good for man to be alone. alone. So alone. So mm. to, to battle loneliness and um, for companionship, but also for help. Because I said, I'll, I will send you a helpmate. And it's basically because sometimes we go through things in life that mm. we can't do by ourselves. We can't carry on the whole world on our shoulders by mm. ourselves. We need someone to help us along the way. Mm. And two hands will always be better than one or yeah. four hands. Two hands. I was like, I already have two hands. But <laughs> if, not, if, you, if you want to add two more, that's fine. Oh, oh actually, it's <laughs> two heads better than one. Yeah, so two heads always better than as one. As long as the head so, is good. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so I think the two major things for companionship and to help. Okay, I think one of the reasons uh, why God made marriage is for test. Mm. To test our resolve to commitment. Mm. Because, you, you know, sometimes I, I think it's in man's nature not to be committed. Mm-hmm. Do you know? I mean, look at Adam and Eve. You've got everything in, in, the, in there. Do you get everything? But you still want that one thing that you were told not to touch. Mm. Do you understand? So it's that commitment. And I feel it's like a test of to see how committed we can be to, to something, something regardless to of anything. Yeah. And I think that's why God really hates divorce. Because you, the point is that you, no matter what, Stay back with each other, yeah. regardless. Even though, you, even in, in good and in bad, in unhappy situations, you must still have that mindset of, no, I've committed, I've made this vow, I must stick to it. Yeah. I feel that in my mind, that's what I always think. And it might have to do with my, with my father, you know. Your upbringing. My upbringing. I think that actually, there's actually some point to that because God in himself is a God of you know, commitment. Like yeah, you hear things exactly. like a covenant making God, keeping a covenant, God, yeah. a covenant keeping God. I mean, look at him with, with the Israelite. Like yeah. the Israelite would do, do all this and thing, do all that. Yeah. He vex. He would go to Isaiah. He would, he would, he would go to all these people. Who come, he would he would show. I would do this to strip them off. I would do this. Then in the following chapter, but they are my people. <laughs> I will heal their land. I will, I'm like. Pick a side, man. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah, so I think because he's like a commitment com- God and exactly. keeping God and there's this there's this verse where it says, My word is yeah and amen. Yeah. Like he even values his word more than his name. Yeah. So I think yeah, he would expect that from, from us, us his us. offspring. So yeah, that's probably one of the reasons why he hates divorce because yeah. it's like you can't just you can't just opt out. Yeah, there's when thing when they're going there's I don't, opt out. I don't give up I, on oh, you. You see that there. God doesn't give up on you. So he, he wants you to know how to not give up on people too. Yeah. Do you get that? And he's saying, I'm not saying the entire world. One person, one partner, don't give up on the person. Yeah. Like literally. You see, you're already getting some nice nuggets on this thing called marriage. Mm-hmm. Just, just right. They have give, we've given you small nuggets. But let's go to the biblical, um, some biblical um, reasons for marriage, okay? I'll take one from uh, um, Genesis, that's the Old Testament, and Matthew, the New Testament. All right. So in Genesis 2, verse 22 to 24, the Bible says, The Lord God fashioned into a woman the rib which he had taken from the man and brought her to the man. The man said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of me. And why I brought out that verse is because several times it was written out of, out of, out of. And I think one of the a major reason, even though that was established with Abraham, a major reason for marriage to God is procreation. Mm. Procreation out of, like, increase. God is a God of increase. And I feel one, God wanted to show his power of increase through um, marriage. Mm. 
this thing called marriage demystifying marriage I feel like in god's god's will i say his strategy or his yeah. plan to increase his kingdom on the earth is definitely true Ma- having kids yeah i believe so I, I think even this was actually a personal revelation for me because i remember unlike you i do ask myself some some certain questions i, I know like oh obviously it's template that oh you should get married have kids and all of that but there are some things i actually ask myself about and i think this was one of the things where i asked myself that do I really want kids? Mm. And I know. Mm. <laughs> well, what now? I know, and I know it's something that is a late question to ask when you're already married. Because imagine if the answer to that question was no, what mm. will you do, Moyo? What now? That's another topic. I will, preach, I will preach the Bible to you. Another My Bible topic, told me that I shall day. procreate and multiply the earth. <laughs> Woman, I will multiply this earth. One way or the other, you must multiply you. Anyway, so that was one of the questions I asked myself. And it was, and I think that's part, partly why I really want to do this show as yeah. well. Because I feel like sometimes when you do get married, there, there comes to, there has to be, there's this identity shift with women. And they, they start to ask themselves a lot of questions. Oh, you so, change your name, so. Exactly. So I asked myself this question that, do I really want to have kids? And then I came to the realization, I got this conviction that God's number one strategy for increasing his kingdom is actually through raising godly seed. Mm. It's not really going out there to win souls. It's actually giving birth to godly children and then bringing them up. Because the word says that Ah. if you raise up a child in the way that he should go, when he's old, he will never depart from it. So So evil raising kids is evangelism itself. Yeah, that is it. Exactly. So basically, that Ah. catch them young is not only, (laughs) is literally God's God's own plan that the devil Lord is trying to use as mercy. well. So that is, I was like, if, if I cannot win souls um, physically, at least I can raise godly seed for God, like, you know, train up my children and teach them, you know, why I love God, what, what my experience has been. And that's how I came to that conviction that, yeah, I do want to have kids. This woman is a spiritual teacher. <laughs> Come on. That actually makes a lot of sense. Because look at Abraham. You look at the lineage of Abraham. Mm-hmm. Abraham brought up Isaac in the way of the Lord. Lord Isaac, Isaac brought Jacob. And, he went and the whole nation of Israel. Do you understand? Came, the whole nation of All Israel Jesus. came from Abraham. Just one man. Wow. So you, just one of us. Imagine wow. the legacy that's in us. Like countries will come out of my womb. So Ooh. why would I stop that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't stop it. Yeah, I won't stop it. <laughs> yeah, so literally, destinies and countries are, are tied to me. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah, I... Yeah, 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 yeah. So definitely, giving birth, multiplying and replenishing the earth is definitely God's num- one of God's number one reasons for marriage, I would say. That's nice because, I mean, I thought about it. I, I thought about it uh, a few times that God didn't need to make Eve out of Adam. He could have just made Eve the made Adam. Yeah. But God decided to bring out of and whenever i read up i'm like why did you have to do out of mm-hmm. god was not tired it wasn't stressed for him to make ma- mold another man mm-hmm. i mean when he was going to raise up dry bones days he can raise up so many all at once so he could have just spoken and another man would come but he took the effort to bring woman out of mm-hmm. and ever since then woman a woman will not be bringing out of women men do you understand yeah. And it goes on and on and on. This thing called marriage. Demystifying marriage. Welcome back. This is still this thing called marriage, hosted by Kemi Gates. And, and Moya Gates. 
and we have been discussing about what marriage is about so mm. far or the original reason behind marriage. Is it the origins? Or, marriage, or, the origins. I should write a book like that. Marriage, marriage, the origins. It will sell you. Mm-hmm. Marriage. Why, why do your mouth like that? You don't believe it will sell. I do not see anything. Oh, come on. You've got to have faith in your man. <laughs> have faith in your husband. In case you do not know, yeah, Kemi gets me or gets up. Put it together, we are married. <laughs> <laughs> so let's quickly look at the New Testament, yeah? Mm-hmm. The Bible says in Matthew 19, verse 4 to 6, it says, And he answered and said, Have you not read that he who created them from the beginning mm-hmm. made them male and female and said, For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and two shall become one flesh. Mm-hmm. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Mm-hmm. Wherever, where, what therefore God has joined together, let no man separate. Mm. So I want to get to two things there. So the first thing there is, the Bible says, for this reason, a man. So God is a God of unity. He talks about when two or more are gathered. I do understand if you pray alone, it will happen. But listen to this mathematics. When two or more are gathered, right? And somewhere in the Bible, it says that, one would change a thousand, two put ten thousand to flight. So God is a God of multiplication. So God is a God of unity. He likes two people doing things together. together. Mm-hmm. You know, he likes he likes that. So he said, for this reason, a man will leave his father and be joined to his wife. And that two, they will now one. become one. So one and that reason will be unity. unity. Unity to breed increase. And then the second thing there is, so they are no longer two, but one flesh. What... What therefore God has joined together, let no man separate. So is that thing of God wants to show, show the power of unity. Mm-hmm. So when He puts something together, mm-hmm. God w- wants to show that no one can put it asunder. Yeah. So I do believe that's one of the reasons why it's divorced because He said, "I put this together, mm-hmm. and y'all are separating it." Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So is as if we are going against what He did against His word, like we're destroying His work. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. It says, what he has put together, let no man separate. So what he separates, you're like, and you know how the Bible says that? Whatever God says is final, you know, if you oh, open the closes, yes, he, says, he no. says no. And he said yes to something. And you now come no, and say no, no to it. That's what we do when we actually divorce. And God right. really hates that. It's like, you're telling me you're powerful than me. You, you, right. you have two heads, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Wow. So, yeah, you see, you see, you see, you see, I'm a preacher to Kevin. I told you, I'm a preacher. Mm. You, see, you got the word right there, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> All right, so, um, yeah, it's still this thing called marriage, and we've tried as much as possible to set the bedrock and the atmosphere and the tone for the show. For, for the show, you know, for marriage. So now, Kemi, now let's bring it down to the world. Yes, we are in this world, but not of the world, but we are in this world. And uh, just because you are not of this world, but you're not going to deny the fact that physically you are inside this world. So there are things in this world that are actually happening. They are happening. They are happening. They are you happen- cannot escape it. <laughs> Even Jesus could not escape the physical properties of this world. Mm-hmm. It was it was he was crucified on a physical cross. That cross wasn't spiritual, it was wooden. <laughs> I don't know whether it was Maogani. It was Shaw tree, was wood. So you cannot escape the physical properties of it. That's fact. Mm-hmm. So now let's bring it down to the earth, to the world. We've and we've seen the world. So in the world, what is the essence of marriage? I feel like it's the same. Like it's the same people get married because No, you for you. What for I mean, me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Me. Yeah, right. Come on, tell us. Uh, 
There's no way I'll say my own no. Ah, say it to say it to me. I'll say my own no. I won't hold mouth to. Um, what do I, mean, I think? Not that when I'm saying my own, you not start raising your eyebrow. <laughs> okay, what do I think the reason for marriage is? So, if you had asked me, Kemi Gates, as a person, I'll simply say to you that marriage to me is for. I believe. I believe in that everyone has a purpose in life or mm-hmm. everyone has that one thing that they're supposed to do in life. And I believe that when two people tackle it, it will be done. Mm-hmm. So I believe that my number one reason for getting married or my number one is that whatever that assignment I have in life, whatever that purpose that I am supposed to, you know, fulfill in this life will be easier for me to achieve if someone helps me with it. Uh, so you can't, you can't fulfill purpose on your own. Yes. <laughs> Why do you say yes like that? It's true now. <laughs> Life is hard, I mean. <laughs> I'm just saying, I like, you, everybody needs a team. Everybody needs that person cheering you on. That. Go, Kemi. Go, Kemi. Go, Kemi. Everyone needs that. What's that little that, dance? Go, Ke- Everyone needs that cheerleader uh, in life. Uh, so, when you get I'm married, you know you have a permanent cheerleader. I'm not a cheerleader. I'm whether, I'm a basketballer. Whether that person likes it or not, they are, they, are, they are helping. You know, you just want to wake up in the morning and you see somebody... That is helping you do ah. your matter by yourself without you even saying anything. Like if I go outside now, won't I help you sell your markets? I'll sell uh, your market for you. Now. My market? Because your market is my market. Eh, your market is my market. <laughs> <laughs> you want to, if, if, if you want somebody's market to be your market, you marry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that, that's what I said. I mean, and the funny thing is that your reason is kind of biblical based in a, in a way. You know, the funny thing is. I think if I hear any, if I ask this, I think I'm going to be asking all our, um, what's it called, guess this question. Because no matter what, you should find that every reason you are for marriage mm-hmm. somehow links to the Bible. Everything is it in procreation? The Bible. Is it for is it for sex? Is it for is it for companionship? Is there? Yeah, but I actually don't think people get married for sex, Bumba. People do. People, people, people get married for sex, yo. I will tell you this. Like that is I, the only reason. I know, I I know someone because it didn't want to. It, it, the urge was there. I mean, that wasn't the only reason. The girl had to, the lady had to be right for him and all that to an extent. But the rush to get married was because he didn't want to have sex outside of marriage, marriage. because. But that is about belief. rushing. That is about rushing. That is not, like he would have still gotten married to her. But he uh, just wanted to get married now. Uh, he, he brought the that. marriage forward <laughs> so he can have sex. Wow. People do it. And I, I feel like there's... I, I'm sure... A, a, a there's something in the Bible that actually yeah, says that. Yeah, that talks that, about that. Yeah, if I, you can't contain yourself... I will find... No, don't let me get go. your wife. I'm never going to... That's, that's a topic for another day, actually. <laughs> that's a very huge topic for another On day. His own. Is it okay to get married because you want to have sex? Mm. That's a big topic, but we won't get there. Episode 11. Episode <laughs> Why is he on the way to 11? <laughs> okay, okay, my reason, Kemi, my reason. See, my own reason is simple. My own reason is simple. Me, I cannot come and kill myself. Why would... It's, it's, actually, I think it's more close to your reason. Don't cover my reason. No, see, I cannot come and kill myself. I don't like a lonely life. Mm. Do you understand? I like companionship. I like that, you know... All this kind of sweet, sweet things that you know you come back home and you have someone that waiting for you. Where you get to smiling from <laughs> cheek to cheek. <laughs> you know, this kind of sweet, sweet things now. 
and the part I like the most is planning things. One of the sweetest things about marriage, you know, you're planning things together, mm. even though you cannot afford it, but you're planning it. All those, kind of, all those projects are taking ahead. You know, it's sweet when you're planning things with someone and when you're planning it alone. Because mm. you're just sticking to yourself alone now. It's not sweet. It's, that is just daydreaming. That's the dream. When you're planning with someone, it's agenda. It's, it's agenda. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. That's because, true. That's why the Bible says that it should make your your right division make, make it plain, so that those who see it will run, run with it. it. If you are doing it, alone, run it. Where is running? Where is running? Where is running? Run. The best you can do is walk. There's no rush now. There's no rush. But it's true. So that's what me I like about it. the the idea of planning things together. Okay, when are we going to have children? Okay, what should we eat tomorrow? Okay, when are we traveling? Or okay, when are we doing this? Oh, this that's actually quite fun. I, I like think. it. That yeah. is sweet. Now it's always very sweet. And then when that actually happens, like yes, tick tick. You understand? You know? You know? And if you have a wife like my own that likes traveling, you'll be hearing a lot of things. When are we traveling there? When are we traveling there? So I like. I also like the part of saying, no, we are not going. <laughs> the power of no. I'm not even joking. It's sweet in marriage. No. It's sweet. What You just said no. <laughs> it's sweet, though. When you can say, no, we are not doing this. Or when, you're, when you know your opinion counts. You know there are some places that you go to that your opinion doesn't really count. Are you even heard? Are you even heard? When in marriage, your you're opinion. Always heard. You're always heard. It's just both of you now. Yeah. When your children comes, you're, they are not part of your marriage. They are their family. And they will even still family. hear you. They, hear, they are supposed to hear you. I'm not saying you will hear your children, but, <laughs> but they're not part of your marriage. Yeah, I think marriage actually does amplify your voice. Yeah, it does. It does. Because if you if you are not married, like okay, obviously your, your friends will still listen to you, but yeah. they are not they're not really obliged to take your opinion exactly. or to match or to care about what you're saying. Yeah. But then when you're in partnership with someone, yeah, that is a partnership. Like they need they, they need. Have to listen, it's a must. Yeah, they need to listen to you. You both of you need to bring something to that um, discussion or yeah. that decision. I, I feel like that's why you know. I mean, I've read stories of how some men they'll, they'll be um, doing the worst jobs in the world. You know, they'll probably be doing the like. I don't want to call any job any career. Every career is great. You do what you love, but they'll be doing a job where they are like maybe the the least position you know mm. everybody walks all over them but when they come back home they They're feel like, like kings king, yeah because their wife treats them a certain way and you've heard story of women where no one maybe she walks in a male dominated place and the men are always walking all over her and all over that when she comes home she's, she's treated like a queen because mm. it ups it, it builds your self-esteem it builds yeah. who you are yeah. you know it's that kind of thing it's just you know? being able to come home and, and someone tell you like when you feel stressed overwhelmed yeah. with things of like somebody just telling you that we are going to do this. Don't yeah. worry. I believe in you. I try. I think that's what he said to me yesterday. Yeah. That, oh, I believe in you. I know yeah. that you can do this. And don't worry. I'm she, here She with has you. not done it, by the way. I'm, I'm just... Hey! <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? But she has, have well. you done it then? <laughs> well. But she will do it. I believe you. Let me do, let me do it again. Kemi, I believe you. You can do it. Thank you. Okay? Just, just go at it. No prayer. you get it done, okay? No pressure. Okay? So, so, so that's how you do it. That's how you do it. See, guys, see. In this this thing called marriage, I will teach you some scope of how you use it. To say some sweet, sweet words. And how you say it. And the tone. See, there are differences and the voice you say it. Do you get? Yeah. There's a difference between you can do it. I think that is for episode five. The tone why of you, conversations. Why are you putting the episodes down? Conversation. Oh, you know the episode. Have you seen it to the future? Yes. I, see, I have plans for this show. Okay, okay. I have plans. You, you see this one? Like, yes, you plan this thing. We plan this thing together. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Our listeners, one thing I just want to say is, um, you see, this show, again, it's quite spiritual. 
but it's quite real. Mm. It's the balance of the word and the world. Mm. Okay, so come to this show expecting to learn, mm. but come to this show expecting to have fun. Yeah. Yeah, you you have fun. Trust me. I think like anyone who's listening to this show, first of all, thank you for listening so far. But I think anyone who's listening to the show, your major expectation should be you are going to hear people talk about things that they don't talk about yeah. normally with re- with regards to marriage. You are going to listen to life examples and life experiences that would also you know, guide you in making your own decisions if you're in it or if you are, you know, working towards being in it. And you will definitely, definitely hear what God's intention or what God's best for you looks like. Yep. I've just got one more question. Okay, Kemi. Mm-hmm. Now, we call this show this thing called marriage. Um, if you go back to the title, okay, um, when it was coming into our head, one of the thoughts that came into my mind is, Marriage is a relationship, okay? Mm-hmm. We've got several relationships in this life. We've mm-hmm. got friendship. We've got relationship between parents and mm-hmm. children. We've got relationships between uh, your boss and uh, employers and employees. Yeah. We've got relationships all over Siblings. the world. There are several types, mm-hmm. pastor to church member, mm-hmm. you know, all sorts of relationships. Mm-hmm. And there is one thing certainly about relationship. There would always be ups and downs. Yeah. And same thing with marriage. Mm-hmm. There will always be ups and downs. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not saying don't treat marriage any different, mm-hmm. okay? You need to be extra sensitive in marriage. That's the truth. This is your partner. Mm-hmm. But one thing is certain is, mm-hmm. you should always remember is, the same way you have um, issues mm-hmm. with, it, with other people, yeah. and you don't say, I'm not going to not, that man is not going to be my pastor again. Right. You don't quit your job. You wow. don't quit on all those relationships. Wow. It's the same reason you don't need to quit on marriage. That is actually really true. If you think about it, like even some of these relationships that you mentioned, they also are life because some, somebody can come and argue that, oh, but marriage is for life. Yeah. While the other ones, you know, life happens. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of these relationships that people actually, without knowing, mm-hmm. actually maintain for life. Yep. There are people that have been best friends for life. Yep. You are in a um, sibling relationship for, for life. life. <laughs> you are you can't in a, pick and choose that one. <laughs> you are in a father and daughter relationship for life, mm. whether you like it or not. So I believe that people actually, why is marriage, you know, treated any different? Why is it looked at as any harder or any easier? Why do you or expect any it to easier, be any easier? Yeah. You know? Like, those relationships, when you go into them, fair enough, life does happen. You don't actually go into them with the mindset mm-hmm. of it will end. Mm-hmm. You don't go into a best friend relationship to be like, oh, in, in the future, I will stop being this person's best friend. Mm-hmm. Or I will stop being this person's daughter or mother. No, mm-hmm. you don't go into that. So the same thing should be, in a, it, should, it should, yeah, there should actually be some effortless, effortlessity. That's not a word. I know. But <laughs> there should actually be some sort of effortlessness okay, when that's it comes a word. That's a to word. marriage. Like, <laughs> chill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I agree with that. And I know you're, and I know you're sort of um, shading me right there, okay? How? And I take my shade. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing about when couples host shows. I mean... We will be speaking, but some somebody will be listening to some. Somebody will be learning. Somebody will, exactly. Somebody will be learning. That's for episode six. Well, stop, stop it. Stop with the episodes already. <laughs> so yeah, guys. So that is what this thing called marriage is about, and that is the exact reason why we've called it 
this thing called marriage. My name has been Moya Gates. And I'm Kemi Gates. And we do hope you had an awesome time listening to the debut episode of this thing called marriage. This thing called marriage. Demystifying marriage.